0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to Inspire 105.1 FM. You are listening to Community Connect and I am joined here with the man himself, Akib. Asalaamu Alaikum. Welcome, Salam Abdul. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm not too bad. How are you doing today?
1: I'm not doing too bad. Um... Bit bored really. I'm halfway through some holidays. Not much really going on still.
0: Not much going on, but we do. It it is Wednesday, 31st of July, 2019, and we have less than a month away until our results day. And I'm. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty nervous. What about you?
1: Yeah, we were having discussion about this just before, and yeah, I'm really really nervous for it.
0: Yeah, I think the worst bit is when you feel okay throughout the day and then you remember it and then your stomach starts doing backflips and it's like what
1: yeah and um, and I keep thinking back when I had exams I was feeling really confident but now we're sort of getting closer to
0: us actually getting our results I'm really really nervous uh, I remember um, uh, there's something about what you just said it's called the Leganic effect um, thank shout out to Amir because he's the one who told me about it it's basically when you finish doing task afterwards you end up forgetting more about it like because you focus more on the task that have yet to be done so as soon as you finish the task it kinda, you kind of you kind of forget about it, it kind of blurs out in the background so I guess you could say the exams are the same way you feel confident while it's happening but then afterwards it's like what what happened I think I remember for me specifically that happened a lot with the exams it was like as soon as I came out of the exam I forget all the questions. People, people would ask, would run up to you and ask, Oh, what do you do for this question? What did you get for this?" I'm like, I don't remember doing that <laughs> question, <laughs> and I, and that actually made me a bit nervous, actually, because uh, I was wondering, did I answer the right paper? Did I do this? And, but inshallah, it should be okay. Everyone, make dua for us, please, because this is going to be a very stressful time, and, and if you, if you're lucky enough, you might be able to see Akib cry. <laughs> I'm joking, I hope Akib doesn't cry, I I really don't want to see that, so um, unfortunately it's just me and Akib in the studio here today, Uh, but we'll pull it off, we're amazing, and I'm not saying everyone else isn't, but we're (laughs) we're amazing enough to pull it off, inshallah, and so we have a great show lined up for you, and our first topic is, has the greed for money taken over society, and we'll be discussing that, and the second topic will be, is money the biggest reason for working, and we'll be discussing that as well, um please make sure you text in and WhatsApp. Um Akib, you know the routine you have to have you memorized the numbers yet? Yes. O seven
1: seven seven nine four eight one eight double two.
0: And that's for um that's for texting in and whatsapping. What about for calling Akib? O one
1: five eight two four eight one eight double two.
0: So as you can see on Facebook Live, he hasn't actually <laughs> memorized the numbers yet. He still looks at the banners and and what's your reasoning why?
1: Because we don't get many calls, so um, th- I'm not being sort of forced to learn them just, just as yet. However, I think t- if any week's a good week to call in, I think t- probably this week, there's just me and Abdul, but m- maybe if you could like maybe join us <laughs> yeah. so we're not as lonely. <laughs> yeah, that would be helpful.
0: Um, so, um, yeah, we are also on Facebook Live, so you can text in, you can give us likes because we kind of need likes. Uh, I could set the target for the number of likes today. We'll go for nine. Nine likes. You think that's possible? Okay, maybe, so, maybe <laughs> seven. Maybe <laughs> seven Seven. likes. <laughs> okay, inshallah. We'll go for seven likes. Um, So, uh, just so you are aware, we have our repeats on Saturdays at 8pm and um, now we have our podcast up and running. So, And we, we were talking about this earlier. I was actually kind of excited because we were looking at uh, how our show doing as a podcast and it turns out we have... Two downloads from Pakistan. We have two downloads from the um, from the United States. I'm not sure where specifically, but it was in that country. And we have 17 downloads from the United Kingdom. So we're going global. We've become <laughs> a, an international show. And, and that th- probably means really we should be a bit more professional, but I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's all the announcements done. Uh. Before we go to Hadith of the Week we just like to quickly let you know for all of you listening that the Inspire Eid event is back on the August 11th and 12th which is the Sunday and the Monday at Lucy Park so try and be there because there will be over 25 funfair for like just £1. There will be free stuff there and I don't want to get into too much details because hopefully inshallah you should be already aware of it because we have our marketing, marketing uh, manager I think that's the title. We have someone who sh- should have advertised it enough, so you should all be probably be aware of it, inshallah. And um, th- and just try and come down if you can, inshallah. So let's go in with the Hadith of the
1: Week. Umm Salama reported, The Prophet, peace, please, um, peace and blessings be upon him, said, If the ten days of Dhul Hijjah begin and one of you intends to sacrifice, let him not remove anything from his hair or skin and that's from Sahih Muslim So Akib, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's a nice reminder because I think stuff like this we often forget when it comes to um, times of Hajj and Eid and we sort of get caught up in all the excitement of it um, that we forget of some of the things that we need to try and make sure that we um, do when when it comes to these practices
0: Oh, that's very interesting that you say that because when people talk about Eid, do you get excited for Eid? Like, is it exciting for you? I'll be honest, when I was little,
1: yes. More so in the recent years, not so much.
0: Yeah, I feel as if the older you get, the more Eid becomes about giving rather than receiving, yeah. you know what I mean. Like for me, past few Eids have been really boring to the point where I actually started revising instead of <laughs> <laughs> instead of hanging out with family. I would be revising at the house, so... I think that just goes to show how boring it gets for me, <laughs> but this year I'll be going to Inspire it, so it won't be as boring inshallah, we'll see how it goes. Akib, are you coming down to it Yes. Is that a definite yes or a no yes? <laughs>
1: um, It was, it's a yes for definitely one of the days and maybe a yes
0: for both days. You'll come down to, for the other day just for the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Akib, what would they do without you? <laughs> so um let's move on to the news of the week so this week's news of the week is from sky news they say that extreme weather is here to stay and we need to adapt fast so the planet's climate is transforming with scientists nearly all agreed that climate change is having an effect the 10 warmest years on record in the uk have all been in this century even in the years when there hasn't been a heat wave the winters have been mild and if you look at the Coldest ten years, give five of them were while Queen Victoria was on the throne and all ten of them were before 1963. The US National Oceanic and Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration uses satellites to measure the average temperature across the planet's surface and its latest studies have shown that June 2019 was the hottest on record and 9 of the 10 warmest dunes have been since 2010 so the warmest uh, the earth's average surface temperature is just over 15 degrees now and that's a little more than 1 degree celsius since the industrial revolution and over the same period carbon dioxide levels have been rising fast and this means extreme weather is more is increasing and more record uh, heat like this the new high uk record of 38.7 degrees set last week but it will also mean more rain and this high temperatures and high rainfall is a challenge to our infrastructure and bit britain isn't built for the new climate and once again this is sourced from sky news so akib i know you're a bit of a fanatic with uh climate change what's your take on this so it's
1: it's sort of worrying in the sense that it's such a major problem facing the world at the moment and I don't know, it seems to me that it's not a problem that we are actually taking seriously. It's it's sort of when when I sometimes say climate change I sort of do think, Oh well, what's the big deal? It's just it's just something small that's gonna happen in in hundreds of years to come and I won't ever see it. But then when you read articles like this it does really put into perspective the the state and sort of the state the world's currently in and how we haven't really been sort of looking after it. Um, so it is sort of worrying how little precautions are being done. For example, I know that they are planning to cut all, um, well, get rid of all petrol and diesel cars.
0: Mm-hmm. I, th- I can't remember which year, I think it's by 2030. I'm not too sure about that. I'm not, I can't remember to be honest.
1: Uh, anyway, I and that's a good s- a step, but whenever it is but that is a good step but that's it sort of has me asking is it too little too late and has too much damage already
0: been done to the planet you know what my biggest concern is when people say too little too late what they imply is oh we're already too deep in the red zone to recover but what they don't realise is even if we do decide to completely reco- try and do our best to recover now do the effects won't be as devastating as they would be if we continue the way we are so uh, even if we do even if we don't manage to fully recover and we do face detrimental effects those effects will be less devastating and less harmful if we do put the little bits of effort in if that makes sense but people don't have that mindset i don't think they feel like oh once we get to the red zone it's going to be over that's it we can't do anything so we might as well continue the way we are so i don't think we should go that way I I
1: agree but I do also feel that maybe we could be doing more than we currently are and I I believe that it's because of people's own uh, attitude towards it and I'll admit um, I'm one of the people that may on occasions say not sort of be fully on board for example (laughs) (laughs) um, recently. Uh, a lot of plastic straws have been banned and instead been placed with paper straws. Mm-hmm. And although it's not necessarily to do with climate change, it's to do with the way we're treating the environment. And I'll be honest, when it first came, I was not on board. I, I'm still <laughs> up 50-50 on the whole thing.
0: Well, so would you smuggle <laughs> a, a plastic
1: straw <laughs> f- in? <laughs> so it's, um, I, I can understand, sort of, I don't think that we, as uh, as everyone, is doing enough to fully combat the effects of climate change.
0: Um, I agree with you there and uh, we will, We should all try and do our best to reduce the effects of climate change because this is after all our world that we live in and we want to keep it sustainable so uh, us, the younger generation and our children and all the future generations they have a safe place to live in because we don't want to leave our mess for them to deal with because I don't think that's fair. And on that note, let's move on to the first topic. The time is twelve past six on Wednesday, thirty-first of July. We are talking about, well, we are going to talk about: has greed for money taken over society?
1: Yes. So, so, um, first I want to get your opinion on it. So, do you, from from your viewpoint, do you think people have become too greedy and
0: has the idea of money and wealth sort of taken over? I was thinking about this actually and it's kind of in, I'm kind of on the fence here but I lean more towards the side of no because if you think about it when we talk about greed we're talking about our desire for money and in that sense yeah we do have a desire for money because we all want money and I was speaking to Amidwai from backstage earlier about this and before the show. And he was saying that, yes, to some extent, we do need money because we need it to live we that's simply how it is. we need money to live, but we don't some we don't necessarily get blinded by it to the point where we need it in excess we don't desire it in excess we desire it to the bare minimum. I would say,
1: but my question to you isn't there a difference between needing something? and having greed for something. For example, there there's many millionaires and billionaires who could quite easily just retire and live on the money that they currently have, but instead they choose to work and obviously that could be for different reasons, but sometimes it is to simply keep on gaining more wealth. And they could easily live off all that money they have, they could help other people in the world live as well with all that money. But instead, a lot of people, despite all the riches and uh, all the wealth they have, they continue want want to uh, pursue the idea of wealth.
0: So, uh, so are you implying that even though they are capable of retiring, they don't?
1: Yeah, and I th- I think that oh. although I agree with you that there is an essence of we all need money mm-hmm. I- uh, to basically survive, um I think it is a thin line. Well it's not really a thin line it's Some people do it because they need it And they are simply doing it because you know They've got a mortgage to pay, uh, yeah. pay off They've got food uh, to put on the table They've got bills to pay And then there's some people that are doing it Who have enough money to already do that stuff And then they're getting money So they can spend it on things that they don't really need For example um, hu- Extremely expensive clothing Or uh, cars And f- uh, so on and so forth And my sort of view on it is that at the moment i don't think everyone's sort of got a excessive greed for money mm-hmm. but i do think we're heading towards a stage where everyone yeah and to be honest is even now in t- especially in western societies where people are
0: really focused on money and how much money they can attain you know the issue with expensive clothing and all that is i for one used to be in a position where i would hate on buying expensive clothing because i would my argument would be that you could have a five pound shirt and a 25 pound shirt and they would still have the same purpose to cover you and but now as i matured a bit more which is a very little bit more <laughs> as, as i thought about it my i i was thinking that the issue isn't whether or oh, you have that money and whether you have whether you need to spend it or not, is whether you have the money or not or whether you'll still have a surplus at the end. Because imagine you go out of your way, spend whatever you want and still have enough money. In that scenario you wouldn't really need money left over because money itself is pointless, is worthless. It's only when you go out of your way to buy something that you want that's when it actually becomes useful, I would say.
1: And I I agree with you in that. I think it's how you spend your money as well that's important, if you are, if you have a limited salary coming in and you're simply just splashing out on everything you can to try and make yourself look more wealthier than maybe you possibly are, then I think that's sort of silly and I would say that you are being distracted by um, your mind is solely focused on wealth because you're trying to make out um, to people that something that you're really not. And I think this is a saying um don't go don't become poor trying to become uh, trying to appear rich and I think that's sort of the idea that I th- I think if you're spending correctly and say if you have enough money to say buy these nice things but you've also got enough money to say do uh, st- pay the do the essential things like pay bills and so on and so forth then it's fine but if you're Just focus on making everyone else think you're living a really nice life and that you have lots of money Then I would say your mind's been distracted and been sort of overcome by the greed for wealth
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100% there I couldn't have said it wiser Um, But I'm going to quickly move on to this uh, comment that we have on WhatsApp I think this is probably one of our first few WhatsApp messages Uh, The message is Asalaamu Alaikum Brothers, my sons are listening to your show Waalaikum Asalaam they say it's a great show and a good topic May Allah reward you for taking time out in your holidays To educate the youth Inshallah you will do brilliantly in your exams Tawakalallah so hope for the best From Ilyas and Zakaria First of all Amin to your du'as And Jazakallah Khair for that message That was It's actually nice to know that people are listening Yeah. You? And even though most people are, are listening They probably don't message back But the fact that we have people who are willing to message back is just really heartwarming I would say and Jelakul uh, khair Ilyas and Zakaria, we hope that uh, Allah makes your exams easy for you and makes your lives easy for you and grants and grants you the highest level of paradise. Inshallah. I mean. I mean. So um, that was that was actually a nice message. And yeah, it sort of threw me off. That yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, we were talking about um. The topic has the has the greed for money taken over society, and just to readdress what you were saying, Akib, I want I want to say that the thing with the rich people is there's so little of them that you can't really apply it to the majority of society. Because if you look at the populations of rich people, they kind of so spread out that, that if you dissolve them around the world, it probably probably be one rich person per city. If you know what I mean. Because there's so little of them that they wouldn't be able to occupy a lot of society. So I feel as if if we were to apply it to more uh, society sort of based aspect, then then we would be looking at more of an audience of people who are just about earning enough to make a living and have extra few thousands. I guess you could say thousands. Yeah. That's generally what happens to the wider population, I would say, that, and that's what is that? Would that be classed in middle class or still working class? I would. I think it would be working class. It's sort of that buffer zone between them. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, but but I feel as most of
1: t- it definitely be between the two. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not of the upper class.
0: But that w- that is what society is generally comprised of, w- in my opinion, because uh, uh, because that is generally what you see most of the people, uh, most of the populations they. They don't go out of their way to show their money, so you, so it's kind of a hard one to tell because when you see people, you can't really judge their wealth based on their appearance. Like I could be dressing like with designer brands, but I could only have five pound in my wallet, y- or you could be looking like uh, you only have shorts available to wear, and you, all your clothes are ripped, but you could have millions. And so I, I don't think appearance is the best way to judge someone based for their wealth, etc. Um, but do you think that's another issue that people judge others for their wealth based on their appearance?
1: I, th- I think it's... well. There's two ways of answering this. I think it's wrong that people make a sort of stereotype in the heads of someone as soon as they meet them based on their appearance. And I think we're all sort of guilty of it. You know, when you first meet someone, you obviously... Because you have no... You have literally no interaction with them apart from your uh, view of them. Mm-hmm. You obviously see them and you start creating a stereotype of what you think this person's going to be like yeah. and obviously you're one thing you're obviously going to see is clothes and you're going to base that on your you're going to use that to base your stereotype off that person um, and I think another point which is kind of upsetting is that we even try and guess someone's wealth mm-hmm. although uh, again it's something that is just um, natural to us especially in th- uh, this society it is sad that that even matters, mm-hmm. um and it should it shouldn't really, because regardless, that has no um impact on your actual personality and characteristics. Agreed. But still, and I think again, I, I admit I'm I've been guilty of this in the past. I, it is it's, it's I, when you have that certain image that's that's sort of portrayed to you, you automatically see okay, this person is wearing this this this. Oh, that means they must be really rich. Or oh, this person's not wearing this. or oh, that means they must not be rich. Mm. And maybe they're struggling. But it could, in reality, you don't actually know that person and you don't know what the financial side and the financial struggles that person
0: may have. You know, but for me personally, I have a completely different view to you because every time I see designer brands, I would think, wow, it's the it's name, it's a, it's, a, it's a design. I don't really see it as worth of any extra money, if that makes sense. So if I see something... Like a big company, and then I see something with no company at all. I would still equate them to being the same, just one has letters, one one doesn't. I don't, I'm different to you in the sense that I don't really judge uh, brands and the, the brands that people wear with money. So if they're wearing something expensive, I wouldn't naturally assume that they have a lot of money. I would think, wow, this is the this is their taste, this is the sort of clothes that they wear. I see it for more of a fashion perspective if that makes sense but that's probably because of the experiences that i've had i've grown up with not really caring about designer brands and uh, literally everyone who who i've spoken with as a child they they usually there was no fuss about designer brands at a very early age especially with my siblings who i hung out with a lot so i suppose it it comes down to exposure when you think about it as a child what did you grow up with did you grow up with all these luxuries did you grow up with this or did you grow up without it? And I suppose if you look at the scenario of someone who comes from a very rich family and they spend their money, then that obviously would have a higher chance of someone being less humble. But if they if you have a rich family that uh, grows up with their mom, that grows up conserving their money and not excessively spending it, then you I suppose you could argue that the chances of the children being humble increases. So at the end of the day I believe that it will come down to exposure. Do you agree? I agree
1: because at the end of the day, you're not born knowing that, oh, that brand's really expensive or uh, th- that that <laughs> T-shirt's got a nice knit ne- or oh, that um, company's uh, really nice design or so on and so forth. You're not born knowing that. <laughs> you're exposed to that as you grow
0: up. You'd be concerned if you were born <laughs> yeah, knowing that. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, um, I suppose th- I was going to ask you a question, which I've kind of forgotten, but the question I've just thought of is... <laughs> With brands and all these designer things, do you think this real, do you think it's worth them being expensive?
1: Well, yes and no. Sometimes because obviously you're paying for a brand and uh, it's brand loyalty, and sometimes obviously you get people like me who might notice the brand and say, "Oh, I think okay, that's a nice brand that the person's wearing." Okay, but um, and also yes, because often some of the more say if you're buying a t-shirt mm-hmm. the quality might be better may not be much better but say if you're buying a t-shirt for two pound and you're buying another t-shirt for say 30 pound that 30 pound t-shirt might be a better quality mm-hmm. with the, compared to the two pound one um and sort of no because at the end of the day if you like that if you like what you're wearing Yep. It's, not really a pro- I don't, it's not really a problem then.
0: Yeah, but it depends on the peer pressures that you get from society. Yeah. You, n- you might get people who are you wearily like, oh, this guy's wearing something that no one wears. What's wrong with him? Is he okay? Um, but the question I was originally going to ask you, do you think that greed has affected the wider population yet?
1: I think it's a lot more and more becoming more and more apparent within today's society because often if you go into schools and you ask people, oh what do you want to do they'll say high earning salaries and lots of time mm-hmm. when you ask why they say money i want to become wealthy i want to have all the nice things in life and it's that sort of greed because they don't really need it it's just they it's the desires
0: it's the desires but i don't feel like it's wrong it's not wrong to
1: want to earn a lot i, I don't I, mean, I wouldn't be wrong but i think it depends what you want to do with that money mm-hmm. and uh, uh, how do you, how do you wish to spend it
0: yeah and it's always important that you have the wisdom behind spending and you should know what you spend it on, whether it's important or not. And we'll join you after the break where we talk about, is money the biggest reason for working? That was the quickest half an hour. Asalaamu Alaikum.
1: Alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to InspireFM shows in your time by heading
0: over to InspireFM.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. <laughs>
1: Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Community Connect. You're joined with me and Abdul Um Just before the break, we were talking about has greed taken over society? So, do you want us to quickly summarize what we talked about?
0: Uh, okay, so before the break, we were talking about uh, we kind of misdirected the question a little bit. It was more about greed focus, is greed like greed for money the focus of society? And we came up with the idea that it's increasing, it's not fully taken over every individual because that is kind of hard to do but it's ge- become the general mindset of people our age and we feel as if uh, it's not necessarily bad but it could be it depends on how wise you are with your money and what you want to do with it I guess and how re- realistic you are and but the, the main thing that we started talking about was designer brands and, and all the ways of showing off your wealth essentially and how you can kind of not necessarily misuse it, but in more uh, ex- expend it to the point where you show people, oh, I look like this. I look rich. Why don't like you should be able to tell how much money I have? And we we decided that oh, it's not necessarily good that we that we judge people on the ju- we judge their financial position based on the way they look because as the saying goes, looks don't always appeal. So um, that was what we talked about in the first half. Um, uh, and
1: we're going to sort of be leading on from that, mm-hmm. talking about, uh, is the main focus of our jobs money? So yeah. is the main, pe- main reason people work is because of the money they earn?
0: But before we get into that, active daily struggle, uh, have you memorised the numbers yet?
1: So you can call us on 01582 481 822, or you can WhatsApp uh, or message us on zero seven double seven nine four eight one eight double two. 481 822.
0: Yeah, he still hasn't memorized it But he is but I'm being st- I'm going to start
1: memorizing it now yes, he, memorizing He's become
0: it. more tempted Because of the the two individuals Who are probably our f- favorite listeners for the show <laughs> <laughs> And they are Z- Ilyas and Zakaria Jalakala for your message before the break And How are we doing for likes? Right now we are at three likes on Facebook We have a target of seven
1: So double that and one more few like as well and and we've reached our target.
0: Yeah, like even I've liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought three other people I liked it. Uh, but yeah, um, be sure to like and and um, share it around. Tell people that we're listening because we also have a podcast. We have a repeat on Saturdays at eight p.m. And we just want to increase our exposure. We want to become famous. We already doing. We already have two people, no four people from around the world. Two from Pakistan. Two from the United States. We've already become global. We just need to.
1: So we need to boost up the numbers a bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so let's get into the second topic. Is money the biggest reason for working? We were talking about this before the break. Uh, to, more towards the end of the show, we ca- We were talking about how people in schools where, if you go to any student, well, not any, most of them. If you go to them and ask uh, what you want to do when you're older, and the typical answer would be, do you want to uh, work? Uh, and Generally, the answer is uh, generally, the answer is I want to grow up and earn a lot of money and spend it on other stuff.
1: Um, and so, my opinion on this is if you go into schools and ask people, young people, what do you want to do when you get older, you're often going to hear sort of the similar jobs oh, I want to be an accountant, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, and these are obviously high earning salaries. And one of the things that pushes people to go into those fields of work is because of the money they can earn from it which is sort of understandable because i'll admit um when i get older i want to go into medicine and inshallah become a doctor and one of the things that really pushed me to do that um and wh- one of the motives is the money you earn obviously it's not the main one um i i would, I would uh, like to work with helping trying to help people and stuff mm-hmm. but one of the things that does sort of come across my mind is all this effort I put in now will be worth it because, um, in the future, I'll be able to
0: earn a decent salary. Yeah, I was. That I was thinking. Of, I was talking with uh, Amir by behind the studio b- before the break, and we were talking about. Do you think money is the main reason for working? I asked him this, and he said, yes. So, and he said this because the because when when you think about it at the end of the day, we've got bills to pay. We've got or uh, families to provide for and that's the only reason we would work because we would rather be doing something else like i could be sitting at home watching or watching like binge watching a whole series or or doing something like that but instead i have to take up my time get out of bed for once and actually do something productive when i could be enjoying myself uh, and i suppose that's there's there's always a better alternative than working but working is the thing we have to do because we're kind of we're kind of passively forced to do it if that makes sense because
1: we need money to survive and the way we earn money is through working
0: yeah and no one really works for like and the underlying factor would be to earn money. Even if you love your job, you could love it as much as you want. But if you're getting paid, I, I doubt you'll be staying in that job for much longer. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're the source of income in the family, in the household, then you have those responsibilities. And in order to fulfil them, you need money. So, I think that that's more, probably the, one of the main reasons that people work. Money. You think so? Yeah. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's uh, not necessarily a bad thing but it's not necessarily a good thing either it's a, it's partially bad because what it leads to is people jumping from jobs to jobs based on the income it becomes one of the reasons people switch jobs because one job might have more pay but it's not bad because what it does is it allows some jobs to kind of increase because in- increase in popularity because if they have like a higher pay they can get more members if that makes sense so is there's good and bad but I believe the pros the cons outweigh
1: the pros I sort of agree with you in the sense that there's pros and cons to it Um I don't see it as sort of a wrong thing to want to work for money because I see it as sort of a normal thing mm-hmm. we we all need money and it uh, um, no matter what anyone says it is always going to be a motive um, but I do think it sort of does push people to do jobs that they may want not may not want to do mm-hmm. and sort of sort of because spe- you spend most of your um life uh working yeah. and um, you think about during the day you spend most of your time either sleep or at work mm-hmm. when you're obviously working a normal uh sort of say 9 to uh, wait what's 9 to 5 9 to 5 sh- uh, 9 to 5 shift so obviously a lot of time you're going to spend working that's what you're going to spend most of your time doing if you're not doing something that you actually enjoy and you're doing something simply because of the money you can earn that could obviously have bad psychological effects because mm-hmm. you're, every single day you're doing something where you, you're you'd driving being doing so many other things and you're not actually enjoying it and the only thing that's keeping you there is the money you're earning however, like I said before we all have responsibilities and if you are the head of the family and you are the main person, person who's bringing in Uh, money for the family you sort of sometimes do have to make those sacrifices Um,
0: but i'm just going to play devil's advocate here because because there are reasons that money isn't the biggest reason Uh, i suppose you could argue interest people have mm, reasons some reasons that they decide to go to work is because they enjoy doing something they enjoy this specific um, uh, field if you like they enjoy and that's what drives them to pursue that job pursue that career because they have a passion for that field and with that what they do is uh, they switch jobs based not just on the money they're earning but based on the how directly the job links to their passion if that makes sense so i suppose you could say another reason would be people's point of interest that's one of the biggest reasons that people go to specific jobs um
1: and i sort of may um just want to add that Sometimes people who, say, are really, really rich, we're talking like Mm multi-millionaires, they oftentimes continue working, like we're talking like CEOs of big companies, and sometimes that's because uh, they actually enjoy doing the job that they do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for example, Alan Alan meckler I don't know if I pronounce his second name right, who's the CEO of Web Media Brands, who has a net worth of $400 million, still works, and one of the reasons is because he enjoys... Doing, enjoys doing the job he does Wow! so it sort of shows that because obviously 400 million pounds you could retire and live comfortably on that but it shows that maybe sometimes when you do have all the money a job isn't necessarily all just about working, sometimes it preoccupies your time
0: yeah that's true um, but the thing I admire about that person is that they have that mentality that of oh I have money but I don't want that to be my main driving i don't want that to be my main reason for working because if that was the case then i would just look greedy but he has the mentality of uh i have money but i have a passion for working so i'll do it he pursues what he enjoys i guess and i think that that's something that we should aspire to Uh, personally well i'll admit i'm personally inspired by that the fact that even though you have no reason to work you can still work and it just reminds me of one of my teachers uh, from uh, year 11 my computer science teacher because he was one of those teachers who would put in extra hours and because the typical day time is uh, the the work times is from nine to five for a teacher and anything extra like anything before anything after they don't get paid for that so it's their choice whether they can stay or leave i guess and he would typically stay up until seven o'clock eight o'clock every day and I remember me and Akib stopped. Uh, we were on our way to the radio a couple of weeks ago, and we bumped into him at roughly uh, half five-ish. And and he said, "This is early for him. He left the school early, th- earlier than usual." And I was thinking, "Wow! Even though he's meant to finish at five, he left early, which was half five, an entire half an hour after he was being paid." And it was people like him. And I'm not, I'm gonna expose him a little bit here. He comes in during the summer holidays. Uh, I remember last year I had to come in for, to help with this presentation and he, he was the one managing this. He came in the summer holidays because he didn't. He has a passion for working. It's not just that, oh, I do, I'm do. i doing this because I'm getting paid. It's because I have a passion for this job that I'm here. And he w- would give up his own time because he did not like being so free, if that makes sense. And uh, that really inspires me every time I think about it because he... he d- He's just the sort of person who you can look up to when it comes to working because he's just such a hard-working individual. And I think that's something that, a quality that we should be more appreciative of. Appreciative appreciative of? Appreciative Uh, of. And and that is hard-working, so. And I think
1: it's obviously understandable for wanting to work for money because we all do. But I think it's having the right balance between Really, striving to do the best you can in your job because you actually n- enjoy what you're doing and you have a passion for it, and also having the right balance of being able to earn enough to um to live basically and to live comfortably
0: yeah that's true um but the thing that the thing is even if we are able to live comfortably, I don't think that's enough for most people because we always have our desires like whether they whether they're huge or small we have a desire to kind of want more is the greed within us like linking back to the first topic the greed not for money but for a better lifestyle i guess you could say we want more like let's suppose that we have a nice house right we have but then we're like no i want a bigger house and you might have those you might have the desires after a while you might get comfortable of You might get comfortable to the point where it gets boring i think that's generally what tends to happen sometimes where you like something at first after a while it becomes boring and then you want to move on
1: and sort of the example you've given is sort of the idea that you you have those desires and once you achieve those desires that becomes normal to you and then obviously your desires will become bigger and bigger because as soon as you achieve that um achieve that a goal you wanted that become becomes after a while sort of the norm and that's what sort of you expect of yourself and then you wanna try and keep gaining more and more and more. And that's sort of, that I, I I guess some ways it is bad but I don't see it as something completely negative and it does sometimes often push people to work harder to achieve those sort of goals.
0: Yeah, and uh, the thing is you are allowed to have passion, you are allowed to be passionate to want more. as as, like you said as long as within reason as long as you see where the stopping line is and stop and i think it's important that we do that Uh, that we have that balance between enjoyment and hard working because not all because not all the time our hard works get appreciated no matter how hard we try we, we might want all our efforts to go appreciated more often than not what tends to happen is they don't get appreciated. You might be the most hardworking individual and someone else gets all the credit. Let's take a look at the uh, movies. Like, uh, What's your favourite room movie, Akib? I don't know. Uh,
1: mm, fifth. Uh, Pirates, of the Caribbean. I Pirates of the
0: Caribbean. Yeah, you like that, right? But you probably don't even know the director's name. I don't. You don't? No. And even though he spent hours putting effort in what about any of the editors do you know any of their names nope none of them and the only name you probably most likely know is what's his name Jack Sparrow yes do you know his actor's name
1: I didn't I just forgot
0: it (laughs) (laughs) but the point being is you don't remember all these names of these individuals who put all this effort in and and it's kind of sad actually because they've done so much but they don't get appreciated And all that does is push them away from the idea of fame. Because fame comes for so little people. And even though so many aspire for it. Like how many people do you know who say I want to become a famous footballer. uh, A top footballer like David Beckham, Ronaldo etc. I probably offended some people by not mentioning a couple of names. But the 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 point being. I'm not trying to crush anyone's dreams here. But the point being is that. It's unrealistic for so many people who have the same goal to achieve what they want. And that is fame. Fame is so hard to get. And it's it's not just based on hard work. It's based on luck and all these things that are out of our control. So if I was to say, if I was to link this back to the question, is money the main reason for working? No, it's also fame. But fame is unrealistic of a goal, I would say.
1: I would sort of disagree. I would say that there's two things that white people work. One, because they enjoy the job. And two, because money and it's sort of an equal balance between. On on the whole, it's equal balance. Sometimes money m- might outweigh the desire for the job they do, and in other cases, the desire for the job may outweigh the the greed or their need for money.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And but I think overall, those are the two main things that push people to work. And I wouldn't. Re- so the idea of fame, although in some although in some jobs. That is true. Say in um, acting, um, say in stuff like football, cricket, sp- uh, different loads of different sports. Uh, say in the music industry, I say for that those in sort of niche industries, it's true. But on the whole, the everyday person you meet, although they may have a dream to become famous when they were really young, mm-hmm. I think when they're about our age, for the vast majority of people, it's. More about those two things whether whether they're going to enjoy the job and the money they can earn.
0: Yeah, that's true. And well, I guess you could say with age comes maturity. That's does not one hundred percent of the of the case, but generally with age comes maturity. People have more realistic goals. But I still I still believe that fame is a goal that people work for. Like if you look for, if you look at football, uh, which is a prime example, people generally decide to do it for the fame and the money because there's a lot of money involved Uh, but what people i don't what i don't hear people doing a lot of the time and this is from people our age what i don't hear a lot of the time is oh i like the fact that it has the benefit of keeping me fit and healthy Uh, and because that's something that that's something that we all that's something that's a huge benefit that happens to most of the players but it's something that gets undermined as a factor it's not a reason why people do it i guess I
1: I sort of agree with that. But I would still argue that that's only for those sort of really specific industries. Mm-hmm. But for the everyday industries that you're likely to hear when you go to, say, a Year 11 class and ask them what you want to do, you're more likely to hear stuff like accounting, Uh, want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor. I, I mean, how many famous accountants do you know? How many famous lawyers do you know? If they're not sort of uh, fame-worthy jobs. They're m- more jobs about... Uh, if you ask someone our age you know why do you want to be a lawyer they're going to say oh I find it interesting or oh I've heard that you can earn good money or if you ask someone why do you want to be a doctor they're going to say oh I've heard you can earn more money or I-, I really like helping people it's it's sort of the idea of in my opinion it's the idea of for most people that am I going to enjoy the job and can I earn good money
0: that's a good point there and we've just I've just gotten a message from Imar Zeb our friend and he has said Remember, this life is only temporarily, and our only purpose is to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Alongside dunya, we should work for our akhirah. We can set goals to help build our akhirah, and this an example of this is by starting by reading a bit of Quran every day, and then progressing until we read more and more. And I think that that's a really important message that he's made. So, JazakAllah may Allah bless you for your message because we don't get many messages here, <laughs> and uh, i one thing you've touched upon which is really really important that we haven't really discussed is the akhira that we should have what we should have that as one of our priorities when it comes to working that should be a huge factor when it comes to working and i think that's something that we could all improve on because right now i feel like it's looked down upon to some extent and sort of on the topic of wealth
1: the wealth you you have that's not necessarily a bad thing because the way you spend that could obviously help you in the Akhirah. If you're spending that on charity and doing good deeds with that money. Then obviously that's a good thing. But if you're splashing the money on expensive clothes, cars, uh, watches and so on and so forth. It's not really going to benefit you in the afterlife. And the afterlife should be your main priority over everything. You know your job, it, wh- whatever happens. That's going to that's all temporary. And that's going to eventually go. The one thing that's certain for all of us is that we're all going to be judged and we're all going to um, a- end up going jannah or jannah.
0: Definitely, and uh, one thing that you've said there is that we can use our money to spend on charity. And the quote, uh, a proverb goes along the lines of, you don't become poorer by giving. Because when you give money to charity, even though you lose out on materialistic wealth, you gain wealth in your akhirah." And true wealth is essentially the wealth of the soul, I believe that's a quote, I can't remember by which Islamic figure, but it's something that we should look more upon, the fact that we are able to work, and you know, one thing that I think is really interesting, when you have a job, right, you could have a job that tackles both of these at the same time, so you could earn money whilst also doing good for the community. So, I um, was well, also doing for the good for your oh akhira, yeah, sorry, and I think that's something that those are essentially the easy jobs, I guess you could say, because you're tackling both at the same time, so you don't have to do it, oh, like, one and then the, the other one straight after, because that could take, like, longer. I can't think of any examples. Can you think of anything?
1: Um, um someone who works with disabled people, for example, and helps
0: families or a say firefighter or a doctor those sort of jobs i guess yeah those sort of jobs i I guess you could say i'm not undermining any other jobs here i'm just saying that these jobs kind of uh, tackle gain you rewards because you're helping other people as well and even though the other jobs might give you rewards in the sense that you make products and you help other people Essentially, what a job is doing is giving, is helping people out, is helping the society, helping the company, helping at least one person benefit. And so whatever you do, uh, you're always benefiting, benefiting it from it. And we should always try and have the our, keep our intentions pure. That's another thing that people undermine our intentions because you might because we've been talking about it underlyingly the entire time. I'm not sure if that's the word underlyingly. but we'll just say it yes. We'll <laughs> <laughs> say it is, uh, but. Mm, Our intention might be for money. Our intention might be for um, um, benefiting um, in the Akhirah. But we should always try and focus on our intention. Because that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks like at the end of the day. So, Akib, we're coming down to our last two and a half minutes of our show. I'd like to get your final take. Do you still believe money is the biggest reason for working? Partly yes and partly no. I think
1: within, say, this country, say... Um, It's between enjoying the job you do and uh, the money you earn and it's sort of uh, having the right balance of both because you're not going to want to go to work every day if you really, really despise the job that you're actually doing. That's true. But similarly, you're not going to go to work every day if you're not earning enough money to provide for whoever you need to provide for and the responsibilities that you have. So it's about having the right balance between um, both sides
0: yeah that's definitely true uh for me i think that money is not the biggest reason for working i think other ones such as um uh, passion and fame well the intention of fame is also really important and something that people don't uh see enough of if that makes sense so if anything i think that it's always the passion like people say oh I want to grow up become a doctor I want to grow up become a teacher like I had, my sister when she was little she used to say I want to grow up and become a teacher for the free laptop because all, <laughs> because all the teachers got a free laptop and she really wanted one so but once you grow up your intentions change right so now she uh, wants to grow up and do something become a biologist if that makes sense or something like that and so intentions change over time and that's something that we should focus up on Yep.
1: So um, we're coming down to our last uh, minute of our show um, Hang on, going to quickly, grab my notes quickly
0: Yeah, because you can never be too prepared No, you
1: can't, you can't So um, we're coming down to the end of our show And we'd like to say jazakallah for all our listeners for tuning in uh, We've hoped you've enjoyed the show And we do apologise if we've offended anyone in any way if you do have anything else you want us to talk about and uh, maybe suggest us a topic, you can um, you can let us know on ins- info at inspirefm.org. As o- always, be sure to tune in to our show every Wednesday from 6 to 7 with repeats at Saturday to 8 and, and our podcasts are now available. Uh, they're available on Spotify and iTunes uh, and you can download them
0: and listen to your own time, so be sure to do that. As always, well, stay tuned. Assalamualaikum. Community Connect. Connecting the community. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on InspireFM.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.